Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Adam Shine Podcast. Episode 107 of the Adam Shine Podcast. And we have a tremendous guest for you. Brandon Marshall, the former NFL superstar Wide receiver turned unbelievable host and analyst. Does a great job hosting I Am Athlete Tonight on Mad Dog Sports Radio. You see him on Inside the NFL on Paramount+. Plus. You saw him on FS1. He has an unbelievable media career. Brandon Marshall, I've known him since we've worked together on Inside the NFL in, in 2015. Brandon really is just superb. Great guy. You guys are going to love it. Talk to him about everything that he's accomplished off the field and in his media career and mental health awareness, mental health advocate. And we'll go through his NFL career. You know, Brandon Marshall never made the playoffs. We'll get into regrets and quarterbacks and, you know, things that really worked out incredibly well for him during his unbelievable run. You know, he had some fascinating stops along the way, you know, and obviously played for a lot of different teams and a lot of different coaches. And listen, I'll tell you, you know, three kids running around, love watching the kids play sports. You know, the only kid that I coach is Theo. I coach his baseball team. It's Coach Pitch. I coach with three other dudes, and it's awesome. It's great. Theo loves me coaching his team. I coach Maya's softball team, Coach Pitch Age, when she was in first grade. Then I did it in second grade. Couldn't really, you know, I can't commit during the week because of TV. So, in theory, this is my final year for Theo as well before you get to the kid pitch level. So, last week... It's a beautiful Saturday on Memorial Day weekend, and there's rain in the forecast. Theo has a 1 o'clock game. So, first of all, I get to want to get to the field at like 12.45. Not like we're doing this comprehensive warm-up, right? 12.45. And Katie's taking Jolie to the train station. She's meeting friends, going on the train with friends to go to, go to Greenwich, do shopping, whatever. Whatever it was. We got a basketball hoop installed on the driveway about time. Almost didn't buy the house because our driveway is small and it's on a slight slope. Not really great for basketball hoop, but Theo's obsessed. That was his birthday present. This all relates. So I look outside to see what car is available. Is it my car or is it the minivan? We're officially minivan people. You can't make this up. Never, you know, Katie especially never thought she was going to be a minivan person. But we're, you know, you have three kids. You're a minivan person, right? Lisa's up in January. We'll, we'll revisit it for, we're still minivan people. We've had a minivan for, for six years. So 
I, I called Katie. I said, which car did you take? She said, I took my car. I took the minivan. Great. I get ready to go, pack the bag, big, you know, equipment bag, duffel bag. I realized, Katie, you, you didn't take the minivan. You took my car. And she had the key. So, and, and Katie's like, you know, as buttoned up as anything. She's extremely apologetic. Comes home, gives me the key. Get to the field at like 12.58. As long as we're there before one. Literally walk out. My co-coach Scott says, Adam, I don't even think you need to carry the equipment bag. It's going to rain in two minutes. I drop the bag by a train. My parents are with me. You know, babysitting your parents at a certain age when you get older, that's that's part of the deal, right? And their own anxieties and everything that, that comes with it. And, you know, I got Maya with me, wanted to be a co-coach for the day. So, you know, I, I got Theo with me. There's two kids on the field. I drop the bag right by a tree, and all of a sudden the heavens open. I, and we all, no one even showed up because they read the weather forecast, which was great. So I got to get the bag in the car. I got to get Theo in the car, Maya in the car. Katie's now showing up in a different car. My parents are in a car. I mean, it's, it's complete mayhem. I get home, I realize I forgot the equipment bag. I've got the equipment bag. All right, no big deal. It's five, ten minutes from my house. Drive right back. I left at one. I go back at 123. The equipment bag's gone. The equipment I'm officially that guy. I lost. I mean, who takes the equipment bag, by the way? It's not like it was the other coaches. We didn't even start the game. Someone pilfered the equipment bag. I, I email the commissioner. Hey, anyone turn it in? What are the names of the other coaches? Didn't even get to meet them. We didn't play the game. Never wrote back. So, Bob, I need you to remind me. When I ask you, should because I live for watching the kids play. Maya just had her softball all-star game, got the playoffs started. You know, Jolie's soccer, Maya's soccer, Maya's travel soccer, Theo's sports. It's amazing. Can you please remind me, never, ever, ever, ever coach the kids ever again? Wow. Never again? I, I am retiring wow. here on the Adam Shine podcast. We're raising the hair gel to the I, rafters. I, <laughs> Unbelievable. I... I I was probably going to have to anyway. I mean, unless there's a situation with, like, you know, dads or moms who understand, you know, I can't be there during the week as as Theo gets older. But, you know, I'm obsessed with watching the games. I I live for it. It's my favorite thing to do to be out there and watch them. But coaching them, I mean, you know, and by the way, how do you not, if you're the commissioner, return four emails I sent? How do you not return four emails, Bob? I just can't see you driving a minivan, Adam. That's why I can't get past in this story. Minivan, equipment bag, coaching. I have officially retired. Speaking of retired athletes, Brandon Marshall, featured guest on the Adam Shine Podcast, and he joins us next. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. 
Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Feature guest this week on the Adam Shine Podcast, someone I've known well since 2015, a phenomenal wide receiver when he was playing in the National Football League and a megastar broadcaster, my guy, the greats, Brandon Marshall. Brandon, how are you? I'm great, man. Listen, thank you. I mean, you're one of those people that 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 showed me the way, you know, active athlete, full-time broadcaster, one of the first to do that. So that was that's pretty cool. Thankful for the team around me, but um that got that deal done. But I studied you. I studied Gumble. I studied Boomer Esiason and and uh, our guy, Phil Sims, right? Like, think about that, being young and active player, trying to figure out this whole space and being around legends like yourselves, that was a true blessing. So I appreciate you. Well, I wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for you, bud. Oh, well, I appreciate you saying that. And listen, we, we knew when we met you and worked with you on Inside the NFL in 2015, you know, you absorbed everything. You, we knew you were going to be a star and – you know, I'm I'm curious, you know, because you see that now with Draymond Green and you see it with J.J. Redick and, and others. You really were a pioneer in a lot of ways, Brandon, in terms of being an active and an excellent, not, not just hanging on, an active and excellent NFL player and having a media career simultaneously. What were some of those challenges as you were going forward with that? Yeah, and, and in the recent deal with C.J. McCollum, proud of him. He's doing some type of uh, – he has uh, – uh, I don't know the parameters of the deal, but he just launched uh, or announced his partnership with ESPN. So he's awesome. going to be doing some uh, broadcasting while he while he's still active. So that's a big deal. Um, you know, I never thought about that. I never thought about being the first active athlete to do full-time broadcasting. It was just an opportunity. The reason why I did that is because – you know, athletes, a lot of times we wait until it's too late. We always talk about this athlete transition. And what ended up happening is uh, Brandon Marshall at Seattle Seahawks or the New Orleans Saints. Nobody even know. I, you don't even re- you probably don't even remember me playing for the no. New Orleans Saints. <laughs> Just imagine. Right. That was the, my last stop. I had a cup of tea there. I held Drew Brees' freaking lunchbox going to practice. <laughs> Seriously. Whatever you need, Drew. Just trying to get on the field. Didn't even see the field. So, if that Brandon Marshall went to, you know, a Steven Espinoza or a FS1 or Charlie Dixon and said, hey, guys, I, I would love to do media, they're not even going to consider me. They're on to the next. They're looking at the next wave of athletes, the C.J. McCollums, the 
you know, the Pat Beverly's of the world, the Draymond Greens, those people you manage, you, you mentioned. So for me, I said, you know, let me get ahead of this because what we did, we did a three-month case study with Harvard studying, you know, influencers and, and athletes that uh, still had a career or did something special after. And so Magic Johnson stood out to me, and, and that's why I got into it, thinking that every offseason I was just going to, I call it going on tour. I was going on tour, and I was going to meet the the decision makers, get the reps, so when I was ready to, tra- to, to retire, it would have been a smooth transition. The first time I went out on tour, I went to Bristol, out in ES, out to ESPN. Then I was going to fly out to L.A. to do some of the lifestyle stuff and the entertainment stuff. And Josh Pyatt from WME called me. He said, I just saw you on ESPN on first take debating Stephen A. Smith. You know, let's let's talk. I didn't even know you needed a broadcasting agent. So, <clears throat> you know, we ended up doing that. And a month later, he brought me the Showtime gig. And, uh, and we took advantage of it. So um, I, I think that it's an amazing thing because we, we put athletes in a box and we say you can only do that. Now, I do believe keeping the main thing the main thing, but in the offseason, we need to be actively looking and doing things to build things up outside of football. And then there's times in season we can do that once you're established. So it's a special time uh, for athletes and media. Um, you know, we'll see where it goes in the next couple of years. I love that. That's a great breakdown of it. And listen, you're you're a special broadcaster, special person. You are a great football player. And you know what you've done with I Am Athlete, with the podcast and, and with the video, it's, it's incredible. And now doing the show nightly with us on Mad Dog Sports Radio, it's it's next level, a, a nightly, daily radio show. I mean, it's it's pretty sweet. It's pretty special. Take us through the brand, how it's worked out so brilliantly, and why doing a daily radio show on a juggernaut station with the platform of Sirius XM was the next right move for you and for I Am Athlete. Yeah, you, you, you we're starting to hear people throw out this term new media. And, you know, there's only a few – Adam Shines of the world. There's only a few Stephen A. Smiths of the world. There's only a few, you know, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp over the last couple of years is breaking through. The Nate Burleson, you know, you got, you know, guys like Phil Simms been able to be on the airways for 30 years. If you really think about this, right, like we're all blessed to be in this position because there's not a lot of seats, prominent seats. And so, um, you know, athletes, there's a ton of us. And we have the content. So for me, it's this whole new media wave. It's, you know, organic. It's authentic. It's athletes interviewing athletes. It's athletes sitting down, you know, uh, telling their own stories their way. Because now you have different forms of of distribution. You have YouTube. You have have SiriusXM, 150 million listeners. That's a big deal. We don't have to go the linear approach. We don't have to go the traditional approach. So that's what I Am Athlete is. It's a platform for athletes to share their stories and to interview athletes. That's what it is. Your recent interviews are amazing. I mean, Deion Sanders was excellent. Aaron Donald, who I love hearing from and interviewing, excellent. Colin Kaepernick, excellent. You know, your interview style, Brandon, is great. You you oftentimes, you give your opinion. You're an un, in, a, in a question, in a tee-up. Your listening skills are fantastic. How would you describe your interview style? And do you have, you know, over the last few months, a recent favorite athlete that you've interviewed or a favorite interview of the athletes you've interviewed? 
So again, I said this earlier, and I and I, I wasn't playing and kidding, and I'm not just saying that because I'm on your show. But people, you got to go back when this whole story I just told of being an active athlete doing full time broadcasting. No one's ever done that before. I was scared shitless. I was nervous, but I had you know gumble the first year with the crew, and then it was you, right? And then there was Phil, there was Boomer. Um, there was Pete Radovich in the background helping me develop. So when you ask me about my style, that's literally what it is. I never, I'm not, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm doing what you, you did for us. So I never did this before. I didn't go to school for journalism. So what I, what I literally, I have notes on all of you guys. You, James Brown, right? James Brown came back. That's why we end up putting you, you you're our backup quarterback now. You're <laughs> Thursday night football but, went away, but, and that was it for right. for my run on inside the NFL. It's a good two years, though. Right. So, 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 but that's but that's my style. It's I'm still an athlete, so the way I get into my questions, you know, it's like the locker room vibe. But I'm also able, if you really listen to me, I'm still pulling from the traditional approach, and it's yes. like how you would toss it to me or toss it to Boomer or Phil, you know, James Brown, Ellen DeGeneres, Oprah Winfrey. You know, I'm studying all these people out there it's just like football like i'm like i used to study chad ochocinco i used to study terrell owens i study you guys it's an art and a skill and so that's that's how i've developed where i'm at today there's still a lot of work to be done you know a lot of athletes when they transition they think their name is going to be the thing that get them in the door and keep them there but there's a lot of work people don't understand how many hours you put in just for this show that you do every day and you have to do it every single morning the my favorite um, interviews is not an athlete. It's actually Fat Joe, Fat Joe, the the rapper, the artist. Wow! Um, just as Grace, uh, it was awesome. You know, you you have uh, Little Wayne. He he rerouted his entire plane to come down to sit with us on I Am Athlete. Um, but it, it, you know, just the, these type of people uh, being so humble and sitting down with us on this platform that is launching. Uh, that meant a lot to me. And then also the conversation was epic. You know, if I had to choose one athlete, I would say uh, Gilbert Arenas. We just dropped that two weeks ago. Was phenomenal. Yeah, we had Kyrie Irving dynamic. He doesn't really sit down with anybody. Kaepernick hasn't sat down with anybody in this capacity in five years. Cam Newton, Dwayne Wade, like legendary names and, and athletes. But Gilbert Arenas, you know this, man. Like, he, we just ask him one little question, and he just goes. Bam. So Gilbert Arenas was next level for me. Yeah, he, and you also, you know, on experience, you know, you know how to, you know, tap into to athletes and what they're going through and what they're thinking about and mental health and mental health awareness. And let's and keep this going, too. Let's keep this going. I love you. I know, I know we said we're going, we're going to spend 15 minutes. Can we? Can I spend a little bit more time with you? Maybe can we push it to 20 or something? Yeah, of course. So, we got right, 20 go. minutes. Went, can we get into some ball talk? Like, Adam, come on. You asked me about I am athlete and this and that. Let's talk some freaking sports, man. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I was making sure I was you know, conscious of your the, time. People don't come to the Adam Shine podcast and freaking hear about I am athlete and Okay, let's let's do it right Dang. now. Okay, let's do All it right, now. Ahead. Before we get into the actual NFL, right now, your NFL, 
Your career was unbelievable. Damn, I wanted to see Brandon Marshall with a superstar quarterback, though. that When you were in your prime, I wanted Brandon Marshall with a great star quarterback. You never had that. If you could have... Who? Jay Cutler. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like? What was it like playing with Cutler? <laughs> it was awesome, man. Like, I, I think Jay Cutler, um, he should have been the next Brett Favre, the next Aaron Rodgers type. You know, lean into the bad boy, all of that. But at yeah. the end of the day, let's go win. Let's go win. And I just think there was so much damage done to the offensive line. I mean, this dude was just attacked week after week. It was brutal. They, you know, Mike Marks asked him to take seven step drops. Uh, you know, I feel like there was a lot of stuff beaten out of Jay Cutler, ultimate competitor, extremely uh, high football IQ. He can make every throw on the field. And even his freaking moxie and his freaking uh, uh, his attitude, I even loved. And it could work, right, if you win. So, um, yeah, we underachieved. I say we because it's not just Jay Cutler. It was all of us around, me included. Uh but there was definitely Super Bowls. We're capable of winning Super Bowls. And I think our immaturity at times and our inexperience at times and our attitudes at times got in the way. You and Ryan Fitzpatrick had a special connection, a chance to make the playoffs. He just texted me. He retired. He just texted me, bro. He just texted me this. Um, literally, he texted me. Did you see his post? The post he, was uh, unreal. Yes, he, I can get goosebumps thinking about it. You guys got to go and find this post. Ryan Fitzpatrick just retired. He texted me at 837. He said, forever grateful for the magical ride. Bro, he has me middle. He has me dead centers. Nick Mango and me big. I said, bro, like, thank you so much and congratulations. But to see my name right there in the middle, that was strategic. That was intentional. Ryan Fitzpatrick. He was my all-time favorite teammate. He was the best quarterback I ever played with for so many different reasons. I suited up with Eli Manning. I had a little cup of tea with Russell Wilson. Obviously, Russell Wilson's the next level. He's a legend. I held Drew Brees' lunch box. You know, but freaking Ryan Fitzpatrick, when you talk about pure leader, he walked in that building. He had the offensive guys following him to the cafeteria, defensive guys, freaking the ball boys the support staff, everybody sitting at Ryan Fitzpatrick table. From a football standpoint, every night, Brandon, Brandon, here's your four or five plays I want you to look at. Did you see what Cincinnati did in 2010 versus this defensive coordinator wow. in this situation? Hey, uh, and he would do the same thing for Quincy Anuwa. He would do the same thing for, you know, Eric Decker. He would do the same thing for Matt Forte and our running backs, Nick Mango or offensive lineman. It was just next level. I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. I absolutely love him. And I love that post with all the names of his teammates and, you know, you're front and center and it's it's pretty sweet and it's it's pretty awesome. You look back at, at 2015, you know, that week in Buffalo, do you say, damn, we were that close? Could have, we were, th you know, with Todd Bowles, could have made. Jerk. Yeah. You're a jerk. Are we allowed to, are we allowed to name call on Seriously? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, please. Oh, you're a jerk. <laughs> are you gonna bring, see, that's why you're amazing. See, that's why you're an amazing interviewer. You're gonna bring. You're gonna go back to 2015. You know I've never made the playoffs. I was crying on the bus. What are you talking about? Was that the toughest loss of your career? Absolutely no, it wasn't. Because um, I was kind of like at that time I wasn't numb to it, but it. I, 
the toughest one was actually two years prior, I think, or maybe three, planning Soldier Field for the Chicago Bears, playing against Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the same situation. Last game of the season, you win, you're in. Um, we had them the whole game. They ended up coming back, tying it up. We go into maybe overtime or b- before he, Julius Peppers had, he was unblocked on the edge. Julius Peppers, it was him versus Aaron Rodgers. If he sacks Aaron Rodgers, the game is over. He sacked Aaron Rodgers, sidesteps Julius Peppers. He launches a freaking 60 yard dagger to freaking. Uh, um, was that the Jordy the Nelson? No, it's not Jordy Nelson, the receiver he just brought back. Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb, my brother. Sorry, Randall, if you're listening. So sorry. He daggered a Randall Cobb. Touchdown game over. Adam, it was probably like the the, the, the surface was probably 10 degrees. Like the field was so cold. A soldier field in December, December. Yeah. And I'm, I laid on the ground. There's this epic picture where I'm just laying on the ground for like three minutes, face on the freaking turf. And, you know, after like three minutes, like, damn, I need to get up because I know somebody's probably taking photos of this and I don't want this to be out there. It was too late. It's out there. Google Brandon Marshall laying on the ground in Soldier Field. It was terrible. That was the worst. That was the worst one. I was super disappointed because we should have stomped the Buffalo Bills in 2015 there were like we were just a better team you know but what it was is we went in and our team we overlooked them they act like they were cold it's freaking 30 it was 30 degrees man yeah. get out of here it's 30 degrees what are we doing we're used to playing in 12 degrees 10 degrees that's not cold that's still springtime in football what are we doing here everybody felt like just moping around it, it, it was just uh we didn't have it and um you had um you had uh old ball coach on the other side and he was fired up to play against the Jets and uh, they got it done. And they had like 10 starters that didn't even play. I remember that. Yeah, it was it was wild. If you could have played with one quarterback in your prime, who would it have been and why? Russell Wilson. Oh, elaborate. I love that. I played the, the washed up B. Marshall played with Russell Wilson. Yeah. But the B. Marshall in his prime? Oh, my goodness. That type of leader? I mean, you got to think about it. Through the first 10 years, he's the most winningest quarterback in the history of NFL. Okay? His style, like my type of style, you got to think about like receivers. Think about receivers as if they're like basketball players. The KD game. Can KD was able to go to Golden State and fit into a system. He could be a system guy. He can be a killer. He could be one-on-one. But this dude, he can do a few different things. You got uh, – you say like Luca. Luca could potentially be the face of the NBA in the yep. next couple of years. Luca is a one man show. Luca is going to be that. He's that prima donna. Throw me the ball every single time. He got to be that guy. Think of uh, a Steph Curry. Steph Curry. He's a. He's a kill. He's a. He's a. He's a. He's a. He's a. He's a beast. But you know, I want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to get canceled. You know, got to be sensitive now. <laughs> but he's a monster. He's a beast. <laughs> Right. But but think about it. He operates within a system. There's a lot of guys that can't do that. So as a wide receiver, I was like more of a one on one guy. Right. I was a guy off schedule guy. So the quarterbacks that play well with it, like I'm not a script guy. I can't go in there and just say the X's and O's do this. It's look one on one backside. The safety's leaning, you know, third and one, third and two, 70 percent of the time in this situation. It's 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 man. Right. 
and the safety's leaning against me. This quarter, this cornerback, he's not really good. Forget what you're talking about. Give me a go route and throw it up. I want to. That's why Jake Cutler down where we were so we were so good together. Russell Wilson does that. The Ben Roethlisberger's do that. The Aaron Rodgers do that. So I need to be with a I needed to be with a quarterback like that where it was like, hey, B. Marshall's backside one on one against this slap. Let's get him the ball. Great for Tyree Kill. He got paid, leaves Kansas City, goes to Miami. Devontae Adams leaves Green Bay, gets paid. He's going to be teamed with his college best friends and his former quarterback, Derek Carr. How do you think this is going to play out for Adams with the Raiders, Hill with the Miami Dolphins? It's all That's what it's about. It's going to be fine. Adams, you know, I mean, you're playing with Aaron Rodgers, who – I, you know, a couple of years ago, I think we all were talking about could potentially go down as, and this was about four or five years ago, about going down as probably the greatest quarterback ever, right? If he had another Super Bowl or two in him, he would have been in that discussion. Definitely one of the, probably the greatest thrower of the football ever. And then you had Patrick Mahomes come along. So you leave that, that's going to definitely sing. But hell, I put up 1,500 yards with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Baby. Yeah, you did. Think about that. Yeah, you did. And you know how we did it? You know how we did it every morning? Six in the morning. We're the, we're the ones that are, we're in their meeting. We're going over this. We're driving to the facility together. We're driving to the game together. You see that in Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford. Look what he did. It ain't about, trust me, it's not about the talent. It's about the mind. 80% of the game is mental. So they have that relationship. They have that chemistry and continuity already. The, the production's going to be there. Who I am uh, a little nervous for is Tyreek Hill, right? Like, I want to see if... If, if this quarterback, Tua, can go from, you know, where he's at now, a slow blinker process is a little bit slow to actually making decisions fast, meaning starting to get back in that pocket quick, get through your progressions quickly, know where your one-on-ones are, know what you're supposed to do with the ball when that's not there. And if he can do that, deliver the ball on time, then we, you know, Tyreek Hill can continue to produce at an extremely high level. Let's not get it twisted. There might be a little different production than Tyreek this year. But don't think that he's still not one of the greatest out there that's doing it right now. So I'm a little nervous for for him. Who's your favorite receiver to watch in the NFL right now? <laughs> right now, man, there's so many good ones. The game has changed. Justin Jefferson. I love Jamar Jefferson. Chase, I'm so happy uh, you Cooper mentioned Cup. Jefferson, by the way. He doesn't get enough love. He deserves to be in that category. And you know who else don't get enough love, Mr. Shine? Who? You know who else? Who? Cooper Cup. You're right. Freaking You're trifecta. right. You're right. Triple crown winner. Right? Like, why did it take me so many freaking chances to get to Cooper Cup? You're right. Cooper Cup. He's phenomenal. Um, and then there's the DK Metcalfs of the world, the D Hops of the world. There's so many guys. But if I had to pick one, I'm 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 excited to see what DK Metcalf does with his career. He is a freak. Down year last year, everybody had a down year in Seattle. That's why they freaking everything imploded there. But this dude is a freak. I want to see what he does. All right, before we let you go, give me your way too early Super Bowl prediction. Not going to hold you to it. Early June, way too early Super Bowl prediction. Early June, way too early Super Bowl prediction. Um, Oh, this is going to be an epic year. Epic, epic, epic. That out AFC, AFC is loaded. Out of the AFC. No, let's go with the NFC. The NFC is gonna be a AFC. I'm gonna start with the I'm gonna start with the guys who's gonna win it all. Denver, Colorado. 
Oh. Russell Wilson. The Denver, the Denver Broncos. So now we're going to go over there. Oh, my goodness. Russell Wilson. He's done. It's over for him. He can't win another championship. The Legion of Boom is dismantled. They invested all in Russell Wilson. Pete Carroll says, let Russell cook. <laughs> let Russell cook. Look what he does. He throws inter- three interceptions in AZ. Freaking leading the MVP conversation. He's done. They come back the next year. Oh, it's even nastier. Blockbuster trade to Denver. Oh, my goodness. Elway gets on the call. Peyton Manning gets on the call. And they, they pitch him. It's coming down. Is Aaron Rodgers going to go? Is it going to be Russell Wilson? No, it's going to be Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson gets his career back on track. He wins the Super Bowl. Okay. Then out of the NFC, you know what? Who we got over in the NFC? Can it be a repeat? Uh, I don't think so. Mm. Aaron Rodgers. Mm, I don't think so. How much time we got? We got 15 seconds, 20 seconds. What we got? I know they're producing your air. I'm going to give you 20 seconds. Ah, who else we got in the NFC? Do you like the Saints? Do you like the Bucks? Do you like the Eagles? Do you like the 49ers? Can they take the next step? I like Todd Bowles. Oh. Tom Brady, the freaking legend grows bigger. It grows bigger. Do you hear me? How? How? He's Can you imagine years that? Old. He's Can you imagine? Half, half years old. How did? How? How does this guy freaking go out the way he wants to? He should have went out four years ago on top. Freaking Tom Brady and Todd Bowles gets it done. That they, but they, 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 they lose, though, because you got the you – know, my guy wrestling. <laughs> Brandon, you are the best, my friend. Keep up the unbelievable work. We're going to be listening, of course, every night, as we always do, on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM. I am athlete tonight. Continued success, my friend. You're the best. We appreciate the time, and we'll talk to you again real soon. I right, love, brother. Thank you. That's my guy, the great Brandon Marshall. Thank you for listening to another incredible episode of the Adam Shine Podcast. Brandon Marshall, how awesome was that? Thanks to our listeners on SiriusXM. Thanks to our listeners on Pandora. Thanks to our listeners on Apple Podcasts and with Stitcher. We record the Adam Shine Podcast all year round. Please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. You can always catch me every weekday on my SiriusXM radio show. Shine on Sports, which airs from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. The Adam Shine Podcast is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The executive producer of the Adam Shine Podcast, the great Bob Stu. The associate producers, Chris Tyler and Andrew Emmer. Sound designed by my guy, Robert Moore. And special thanks to SiriusXM Senior. Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the iconic Steve Cohen. Sirius XM Podcasts. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.